where all my children are the light, born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors, all we know is to fight, pray, they see God and everything I write. Yeah. Ah. Everybody, it's Method Man. What y'all know about M-E-T-H-O-D, man? Hey. Good. It's good. So today, we're definitely going to talk, but I'm going to learn how to freestyle, right? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it ain't passed the laugh test. You laughing at me already. This is bad. I love it. I love it. Um, well, first, I just want to tell you this um, on a serious note. I know that um, part of the reason why we're all connecting in this way um, is because of everything that's happening with coronavirus. Um, of course, it's impacting lives all around us, especially for folks who look just like us in our community. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And so I'm grateful that you can make time to do something. I'm trying to use the Masterclass platform to um, give people love and light, um, teach them new things, teach me new things. Some things yeah. are better than others. My dribble clinic with Chris Paul, he said I got cut from the team. So uh, <laughs> hopefully I won't be completely out the cipher when this is over. But okay. um, I wanted to tell you that I was introduced to Wu-Tang um, mm. through a very, very good friend of mine um, in the eighth grade when the album dropped. Uh, wow. His name was Ryan Gray, um, who was just living in San Francisco. And I told your manager this, this is how this all came together. Um, because he was pumped. I had a Wu-Tang shirt on for a D nice, uh, DJ and podcast. And then, um, I told him about Ryan who introduced me to Wu-Tang. He had his turntables. I remember when Ryan was trying to do mixtapes and this year he passed away and it was, um, suddenly, and it's just one of those things. And I'm sure you probably have experienced this where you're like, damn, we're not like old enough to be dying off like that. Yeah, um, a lot of that, a lot of that going on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And so I want to just dedicate this to him because I know if he were here, he would be pumped. And so to shout Ryan out to Gray. Ryan. Yeah, rest in paradise, brother. I know. Yes, thank you so much. So, um, I wanted to start with this. Um, I think so often we um, talk about legends. We or everybody talks about who their you know top five MCs are. Yeah. Um, but one question I have for you is who do you think is the most underrated MC of like your era? Like, especially like that nineties, like who do you think people just really slept on? Well, there's a few of them, but mm -hmm. myself, one of them, uh, uh -oh. okay. Inspector deck. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a few of them. Um, UGK underground Ooh, Kings were okay. slept on, not, not in Houston, but. Up north, they were slept on, but I knew what time it was. Mm -hmm. E forty, very slept Ooh. on. Forty <laughs> sprinkle me, you know man. <laughs> and you know, it's off top that I I'll just go with those for now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then what about now? Like there, there used to be a, a section in the source for unsigned hype. Who do you think <laughs> is uh, is the greatest like unsigned hype right now? Un MF Doom. Hmm. MF Doom, one of the greatest unsigned hypes. Yes, wow. sir. Um, but I think that's by choice. Okay. And and I think that his audience loves him even more for that because they know it's just for the love. It has nothing to do with monetary or, or you know, like possessions or things of that nature. You know, it's mm -hmm. just, he just loves the music. And he was a member of KMD. Shout out to MC Search. Wow. Um, you have spent a lot of time, I think, over the years kind of transitioning from a, like a legendary hip hop career to acting, do you yeah. have a preference over or between the two, acting or or rapping? Oh uh, well, you know what? Um, I have to say both. Mm -hmm. I just love entertainment in general. It's better than pushing anybody's broom or being yelled at at a at a job that I hate. Mm -hmm. um, hip hop, I lean more to that side because I have more creative control. Mm -hmm. Acting. Um, I'm learning to have more creative control with the acting, you know what I'm saying? But I'm still a work in progress as far as that goes. I still get butterflies before I go on set. But really? an actor told me, yeah. But an actor told me those butterflies means growth. So that's all that means is that you're still growing in you. You know what I mean? So I'm taking it all in stride. Um, this is a great second act for me, no pun intended. And you know, I'm just gonna let it ride and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. So when you say um, like more creative control in your acting, is there an example that you could think of recently where you're like, okay, this is stretching me. This is hard. Uh, 
Power Book 2. They have me actually playing a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I have no idea. I I know what a lawyer is. Of course, anybody knows what a lawyer is. But I have no idea how that works as far as from a legal standpoint, you know, the, the legalese that they speak, things of that nature. But I'm learning as I go along. What I what my job is, is to humanize it. Mm-hmm. Take a moment, have traits that people can relate to as I'm doing this character, along with learning all the legalese. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, like I said, when it comes to being creative, if they give you a character and it's just a blank slate, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. But if there's a template, that helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot. And once you master that character, then you can create as on the fly as you go along. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, humble brag here. You all can bring me on as a consulting producer because I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I am a lawyer, so I can help you. <laughs> I already know. Yeah, I might be able to help you there. Um, that is super, super dope. I um, I wonder if you see any other creative connection, so to speak, between acting and um, rapping. Like, you know, so much of... Um, the greatest MCs of our time are telling their story. And I think with acting, you still can do some of that because it's a character, but they're still heavily influenced by you, right? This is true. This is true. And I I, I kid you not, Method Man got me into a lot of auditions before they even knew if I had any acting chops or not. Mm -hmm. But the greatest example I can give you is Riz's transition from producer of hip-hop records to director Mm -hmm. of when he made our first album, it sounded like a, a Shaw Brothers movie. So he made each album sound like they were soundtracks. Yeah. Until, until he actually got his hands on a soundtrack. Now, the vision is already there. I mean, it's, it's a natural progression to say, OK, he has the vision to make a soundtrack for a movie. Why not make a movie? Mm-hmm. Same thing with hip hop artists. If we can stand on stage and control 100,000 people in an arena, there's no reason why we can't control millions of people on a small screen, mm-hmm. bringing our natural uh, ability of uh, maybe swag or, or just charisma, period. If you have natural charisma, there's no reason why you can't be an actor. Wow. Okay, I'll take that as a charge. I'm gonna try to get <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what? Seriously, I've um, I talked to an acting coach because I felt like taking acting classes would help me be a better host. So I think that um, I think there may be some truth to that, actually. Well, you know, I think that a coach, any good coach, will tell you that they're not there to teach you how to act. They're there to enhance the things that you already do well. Okay, coach, I hear you. Speaking of coaching, every time I look at your social media or your Instagram page in particular, you are like working out. When we started this today, you're in the gym. I'm eating snacks. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. but you're like lifting weight. So is this like another passion? Is it just as important to you? What is this about? With fit moms mind, on your body, chest, spirit. literally. Mind, body, soul. Everything falls into place. If you can take care of the inside, the outside, or follow same same way. If you take care of the outside, I have to take care of the inside. Plus, I mean, I'm pushing 50 right now. You know, and a lot of um, a lot of my peers didn't make it to 2020. Mm. You know, a, a few. Uh, by unnatural causes, some natural causes, some not even natural. But the fact that I'm still here, I have a lot to live for. And I'm going to make sure that I do it till the wheels fall off. Please believe that. Yeah. I just wanted to transform. I like to I like to change it up and switch it up sometimes. You know what I mean? And this was this to me, working out is the ultimate discipline. I even made my name to Cal an acronym for um, working out. Training is commitment and lifestyle. Yeah. Oh. Right. I see how I see how you switched it up. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that is. I'm not there yet, so pray. I just haven't been disciplined enough. I told my friends the other day. I'm like, man, over quarantine, my stretch pants are like. They're like mad. They're like. What do you say? The 15 pound quarantine challenge, right? Everybody's gaining like 15 pounds. Yeah. I can't yeah. do that. I, I will cry. When it's time to go outside, I'll be like, I'm just going to wear a robe. Like, what do you do? But no, my commitment on this podcast is that um, I'm going to do better because it, it just can't. That can't be so. That cannot be so. Well, let um, me tell you this, if I may. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Um, I appreciate everything that you're doing, not just for 
our people, but for people in general, especially for women, black women, because for so long, you guys have been so low on that totem pole, not in our eyes, but in the eyes of society, that any, just any bit of uplifting helps a lot, especially with the little girls that feel like they're worthless. When they see an Angela Rye on CNN defending them and showing them how far they can go in this world, it gives me pride. Aww. A lot of them. Thank you. You'll make me cry. Thank I don't you. cry. Um, but, you know, I think that, um, one, I, I really appreciate that. One of the things that is truly humbling to me is the number of young women, old women, you know, everybody in between that will come up to me and say that I speak for them or I'm a voice for them. Yeah. And I, again, like I have to go back to um, what hip hop and music and art has meant to me, because I don't think that people always understand that if you can see yourself right in your music, in your books, I literally have on a shirt with like some of yeah. our greatest titles. Yeah. Um that just, it, it changes your whole um, vantage point on what is possible for you. And so right. to me, um, if I go on air, if I go, you know, somewhere to speak a speech for, you know, college students or whatever, if I don't bring somebody with me, then I feel like I failed. So, mm -hmm. and I feel like I got that from y'all through this music, right? Like it is, it really did um, help to educate us on so much, you know, and I, I'm grateful for that because I think that you can have fun and you could be conscious and you can absolutely, be, you know, creative and all of those things can intersect into excellence, right? It doesn't have to right. be one or the other. So I'm grateful well, for that. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've always struck, uh, uh, at least the black audience like that. It's like, yeah, she's smart as hell, but she'll curse you the F out. Too. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't like to cuss people out, but I will. Hey, you know. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I get you it from my dad. Yeah. yeah. My dad, there was know. one, there was one Sunday, um, oh my God, 20 some years ago, probably at his church, benediction just happened. And some mm. man like was up in the pulpit and spoke negatively about Jesse Jackson. And, you know, black people, you say something bad. Yeah. Yes, but Jesse bro. Jackson is like blasphemy. My dad cussed that man. I was like, you know, he's still in the church, right? And he cussed him out. So he didn't play about Reverend Jackson at all. Um, do you, did you have any challenges or any concerns about a solo career since you started, you know, as an artist with this group? Y'all seemed like family to us. So did you have any concerns at all about going solo when you launched your solo career? No, I was already playing that way, mm -hmm. but I did have the, the anxieties of going on the road by myself without my crew. Mm -hmm. But um, after a few shows, you know, you fight through it. I still have slight social anxieties. I really... It's bad for me to be in this business and not like crowds. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I'm like an, an, I'm an extroverted introvert. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. But, you know, and for me, just, I saw the bigger picture. Me going out as the first solo artist coming out of Wu-Tang. There's a lot riding on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I'm a show that not only are we complete as one, but we're just as dangerous mm -hmm. as solo. Yeah. And it worked out. I mean, my biggest record to this day, people will argue that it's the one of the greatest hip hop love songs ever. You know what I mean? I think LL Cool J, I Need Love, is, you know. Yeah. That was my joint. I get yeah. it, but I got to tell you, I have um, friends, Joe and Kendra Briggs. Shout out to the Briggs. I fully believe that the reason they are. Uh, love strong, still married, has everything to do with their first dance. Was that okay? It was all oh, I need. <laughs> so shout out all to right. Joe and Kendra. They are um, like just a picture perfect image of Black love. Like I, okay. they're amazing. So yes, that was their song. It's a lot of Black couples who were like sophista ratchet and dance to that at their wedding um, too. So um, Babyface and Teddy Riley battle. Yeah. Did you pick a Teddy winner? head was shiny as hell. It looked like a, looked like a sucked on goober or something like oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> he going to get you back for that. He going to get you back for that. Teddy, you know I love him. You know I love him, old thumbhead ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wait, so, I'm telling you. So was, is Teddy who you picked to win? Who did you pick to win? I honestly, I had baby face to win. Mm -hmm. But that was a hell of, I mean, Ooh. you know what? At the end of the day, 
<laughs> they both won. I mean, they, they was coming out the woodwork. There were some joints they could have played that they didn't play. Right. Teddy could have Teddy could have came with some of them Mary J. Blige joints. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but all in all, the battle was dope. There was joints that I didn't even know Babyface made. Yeah. There was a joint that I didn't even know Teddy Riley made. Was that um the showstopper or the show? Something I think some old school hip hop yeah. record. And he made. was like, How were you twelve? <laughs> Word. He was like, I was about 15, 16. He was like, okay, no, that's what's up. He yeah. was died and ready too, boy. Teddy, man, I think all in all, that battle showed people like, you know, of course with social distancing and people are locked down in their houses and shit and stuff. So, pardon me. And You're stuff, fine, but, good. But when you have time to sit your ass down and really... You know what I mean? It's just a beautiful thing, and they showed that doing that. Not just them, but Rizzo and uh, Primo, too. I really like that battle. Yeah. That was cool. So, speaking of battles, who are you going to battle on Versus? I ain't battling nobody yes. on Versus. I mean, you know what? People, if, if I did, I don't know who would be the perfect match for me. I, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? I, no, no one comes to mind. I would probably let the people pick. And when they did, I'd probably say no anyway. What? No, man, man. I'm so private and so low key. I don't, I don't like that attention like that. You know, you can I don't still like be losing. at home. Yeah, I don't like losing though. Even if I don't win, I feel like you know. That's what I'm saying. I right? think don't it lose. should be an East Coast West Coast battle. That would be dope. And click, I click. think it should be Snoop. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, both y'all be celebrating 420 regularly. <laughs> Snoop would smoke me, man. Snoop got Lord, that that death row, just the death row catalog alone is dangerous as hell. Okay, well you um, gotta pick you gotta pick a battle. Yeah, I, I'm a, I gotta think on that one, Angela, for real. Think I don't, about I don't it. know. Think I'm about so it. humble I think with it, man. So I gotta fun. pick somebody I gotta pick somebody I know I'd beat, like Slim <laughs> Jesus. I battle Slim Jesus. Tell where he at. Tell him come out to come people, out. Of people high probably like who? Who? They like who? <laughs> no, you like I'm a I'm gonna beat one of these up and coming new rappers. No, you gotta you gotta have you gotta oh, bring us back was. to the nineties, then that's the early two thousands. Well, I got news for everybody. The nineties ain't coming back. <laughs> yes, they are. We're here. Well, yeah, okay. Well, but like you know cross colors is coming artists. back a little bit. Uh, what's cross that? Cross colors. Cross Colors is back a little bit. I think that yeah. they're really going to do well when this um, the quarantine period is over. I think well, that... Bless them. Bless them. I love it. Black owned, right? Yeah. It's black owned. Mm -hmm. Damn right. Yeah. Well, this lady's still in effect. She ain't went nowhere. Walk away. Let's uh -oh. talk about it. See? Shout out April Walker. Support the black owned businesses. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. You're all the way. Down to the yeah. socks. You got Damn socks right. in? Yeah, I got socks on. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy though? The reason I'm glad I stood up and showed I got pants on. Pants. Too many people are doing these podcasts and these interviews and all that, and they're not wearing pants. People are pooping in the background. It's listen, hilarious. Listen, it's hilarious. There was a woman, I don't know if you saw this, it went viral. She was on a Zoom call for work and took the phone into the bathroom and sis. Oh, did her business on she the phone. Did, she peed on the phone. Not literally on the phone, but she peed mm. on the call. And everybody was like this. <laughs> They're like this. Oh. oh that's so bad. Let's play Guess That Color. No, I won't do that. Let's not do that. What? Let's not do that. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Okay. So I want to I wanna talk about freestyling, please. All right. There is... Um, this battle moment, you were on um, Sway with uh, Black, Black Thought, and Black yeah. Thought is one of my top fives, also. Yeah, ooh. So, you guys are battling, and um, you got your phone out. Damn right, <laughs> damn right. I didn't know Thought was gonna be there, but I know Sway, whenever you do the show, you gotta rhyme, yeah, you know. So, for me, it was like, all right, I'm not gonna say any of my old things, I'm gonna write something new. Yeah. And then say something new that I already got. And, um, you know, I mean, it's like I said, you go up in there and it's right on the spot. Sometimes you can't remember everything. Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember everything. So I read it off my phone and people gave me a lot of flack about that. But they didn't say the rhyme was whack. They're not going to say the rhyme was whack because you, know what? What you like I'm competitive. I don't like losing. Clearly. I don't like losing. Right. Uh, uh, uh. 
Um, I thought I thought it was incredible. I definitely am hoping to learn some freestyle skills, but I do have to break a stereotype off of you. I saw in a Jimmy Kimmel interview, you said Jimmy Kimmel bought you some skis and you said back to Jimmy Kimmel that black people don't ski. Guess what? It was a bad joke. They ski, right? Guess what? What? I am a former downhill ski racer for the <laughs> National Brotherhood of Skiers, sir. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I've never heard of it. They don't compete. I'll catch them at X Games. But if listen. Black people at X Games, then I'll know. Wait. I National know. Brotherhood of Skiers is actually a black ski organization. Nice. And they have like people got corona at the uh, at the ski weekend they had this year because people didn't stay home. I'm serious. That's that sad. actually happened. Sad. But <laughs> black people ski. Okay, I go ahead, get, out, get out the I gate. Giant slalom, slalom. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh my God. I just had to correct you, but now we can go back to freestyle. Bro, we ain't really winter people. What? <laughs> you said we're not winter people? We're not winter people. Uh-uh, we tropical. We I don't tropical like to be people. cold. I used to wear um, hand warmers and boot warmers. I did not like, yeah. I hate being cold. And all yeah, the layers. I, I can hardly sit too. down. I'd be like this. Lord have all the layers. There's nothing worse than that, that morning cold and you got to get up early and go to work. That's mm -hmm. the worst. Gosh. Shout out to everybody that got to work in the cold. We do not like the cold. Yeah, for real. So, okay. You. Freestyling to you is... What? Coming off the top of the head or a rhyme that has no, no, um, what do you call it? Uh, subject matter. It's just all over the place. That's a freestyle. Okay. You know, people use that when they battle, they do a freestyle. Um, but mostly when people say freestyle, they want you to come off the top of the dome. First thing comes to mind. And some people are very good at that. Supernatural comes to head off top. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to, I, I, if you, for me, my, my motto has always been, if you fail to plan, plan to fail. So I always plan ahead. Mm -hmm. I, I, I write all mines. I don't, if I come off the top of the head, it's going to be hard. Not as bad as, I'll probably still be better than some of these MCs coming off the top. Who? Of the give me oh, some. No. Give me some. You, know you be better I mean? than who? Name me some. Name me some. Who you be better than? Who, who would I be better than? Yeah. Uh, Lil, put any name behind that. <laughs> <laughs> young, put any name behind that. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just messing with you. All the littles, all the youngs, you're being called to the carpet by the legend. I ain't gonna even lie. Two of my favorite MCs is Lil Wayne and Young Jeezy. Facts. Well, I didn't think you even meant them. I thought you meant the new little, little new little. little, 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 little I can't even say it. <laughs> new littles and little. youngs. Right. Talk about it. Okay, so when you um, start your process, since you mm -hmm. use your phone, do you um, do you have like a certain like beat or a certain tempo of a beat that's on? Are you like rapping or coming up with lyrics with no beat on? What do you do? I like to rhyme to the beat. So, you know, that's why my cadence is unmatched in the game. I got so many different flows. Yeah. My cadence is, you know, so... Uh, I always like to rhyme to the beat. It helps. But sometimes you just want to get thoughts down on paper. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just write off the, or, you know, off the rip. They start jotting. And some of the best work comes from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, either or. But mo I lean more towards music. I got to have the music. I like to marry the two. Is there a go-to um, beat or is there a go-to um, producer that you're like, I know they're gonna have heat, so I'm gonna rap on XYZ. Do you is that what Habit. you for me it was Havoc for Mob D. He mm -hmm. always give heat every time. And um as a matter of fact, myself and Havoc have an album coming soon. Oh wow. It's Breaking done. news. Yes, it's almost done. Uh the title of it is Dirty P, dedicated to old Dirty and P mm. from Prodigy from Mob D. And uh yeah, twelve strong joints on there. Uh, maybe one or two guest appearances, but mostly just me and H. Wow. Good, good album. Yeah. Congrats. That's awesome. That's dope. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so starting to freestyle, you uh, will jot something random down on paper every now and then, but mostly go to beats by Havoc. Um, what about somebody that's new, that's new, that loves hip hop, that can rap everybody else's lyrics, but may not, <laughs> may not have the craft down? What do they do? Where should they start? Um, 
emulate your favorite MC. Follow their flow and follow their freestyle. Some of your favorite MCs have done that. When I first came in the game, they was comparing me to Buster and Sticky and Redman. Funny, I was inspired by Buster, Sticky, and Redman. So, wow. yeah, you would think that, right? Yeah. And then you worked so, with Redman later, too. Yes, I did. And Buster and Sticky. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. At the end of the day, the best form of flattery is imitation, but you don't want to straight bite anybody's style, mm-hmm. but that will give you some kind of style if you have none at all. Have you, you start seen... With... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. You good, you good. Have you seen um, anyone lately where you're like, okay, that's just a straight rip on somebody else's style? Like, they didn't add any color to it. They didn't do anything original. Are there any? There's a lot of um, SoundCloud rappers now that took the whole Migos style and ran with it, or they tried to run with Kendrick's style. It's, it's going to be a lot of mm-hmm. imitators like that, which only speaks volumes to the kind of music that people want today or people think they want today. So at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, who are you and who do you want to be mm-hmm. and what you want to represent? Because if you come in on a lie, you got to live that lie for the rest of your, your career. And if you don't live up to it, what happens? You get tossed back in the trash. Mm-hmm. Yes, you- that's why it's a lot of fast food music coming out right now. This sounds like this. This sounds like that. Then a year later, you don't hear from them anymore. How so do they get locked up? Out of here? SoundCloud rappers and fast food music. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm telling you the truth. And, and then you look, they either get they either get locked up or they get knocked up. Uh-oh. Either or. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then out the game, period. This sounds like a sermon. Yeah, this sounds love. like a whole sermon. You ready to you ready to fully preach that thing? Cool, yeah. Somebody better talk to. That's the Not a Jodeci sermon. Okay. Oh boy. So, um, where are we gonna start? So I don't have any um any anything in my phone. I don't mm-hmm. have any pre-developed lyrics. So how are you mm-hmm. gonna help me? Do you think it's too late for me? I'm 40. Am I gonna be able to launch my hip hop career or you think I need to find another You want home? you want the hard truth or, or a little <laughs> light a little light lie. <laughs> nah, you ain't about to call me no um soundcloud rapper. She sounds just like Method Man. <laughs> Who is this method <laughs> woman? Some people were put here for certain purposes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start it like that. Angela, some people were put here for certain purposes. And your purpose and your path has been laid for you to walk righteously, my sister. And walk it, you shall. And it has nothing to do with rapping. What if I walk it like I talk it, though? If you walk you it like you talk... You see what I did there? Do you see yeah, what I did you there? Kilt that. Kilt that. Now, all you got to do is talk on the record that shit itself. Positively. Oh, Facts. wait. So I do have one record under my belt. Okay. I'm so glad you brought that up. PJ Morton, shout out to PJ, let me talk on a record. It was um, about Make America Great Again, question mark. Now, mm. it was it was fine. The challenge is, you know, you have this voice, mm-hmm. this voice. I don't have that voice. When I hear my voice, like even right now, I'm like, ooh, this is so annoying. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not, it's not, it doesn't, it don't sound like <laughs> butter. It don't, it don't go. You hard on, you being too hard on yourself, but go ahead. Well, that's. I, I, can, you, I feel I like I need a new rap you. voice. Well, Rhapsody does a lot of stuff like that, where it's spoken word kind of thing. She's dope, right? I, um, I could definitely hear you on that. I could hear you on a on an interlude on a Jill Scott record or an Erica Badu record. I'm tuning in for that battle too, because you know me and Erica Badu is like like three days apart, same year. No twins. Oh, you twins. guys are twins, twins. and brilliant twins. artists. Oh my god. I can't yes. wait for that either, especially because it's going to be like a sister love fest. That's not going to be like a real battle. They're going to they no, love no, 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 no. on each other. No, 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 no. I'm going to light some candles. I'm going to put on one of them Nick Cannon hats. <laughs> That's a <laughs> turban. Ain't it a turban? Burn the turban and I'm going to burn some sage and be like, I'm going to get my whole entire life. And you some Palo Santo. And Erica got some new incense out, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to smell Erica's. That's my sister, like I said. You well, know, they're I, incense, bad. so it's not actually that, but you know. Just the thought alone. It's like okay, my I'm sorry. Well, let's stuff. change like the subject. My, yeah, back yeah, to your yeah. Palo Santo oh. and Sage. Let's go Boom. right on back to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, can you help me first? I feel like I would have a better chance 
Maybe I won't launch a whole career, but what, I just want to be like the person who they're like, that's a regular person, but you don't want to battle her in a freestyle. Oh, wow. So, like, I feel like I have CNN bars. So, if I have CNN bars, shouldn't I be mm-hmm. able to have rap bars? Well, your clapbacks is pretty good. No, your clapbacks is excellent. See? Your clapbacks is on point. So, if you could do that in a verse yeah. and make it rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, so, yeah, now, I, so now you're going to me. You want to do, like, can we do, like, a freestyle game? Like, you start and I finish? Hmm, a freestyle game. I say you should start light. Okay. Let's start with like some Dr. Seuss. Okay. <laughs> who I was born on the same day as, mind you. You were born I around all the greats. Yeah, you're damn right. Mm-hmm. So I am Sam. Sam, I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? <laughs> <laughs> you said Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you said. <laughs> You literally said Dr. Seuss. If we gonna do Reverend Jackson, I can do Reverend Jackson too. Bro, that's cool. He got right Mars there, too. I can do we're that. Talking, <laughs> you got rhythm. You got rhythm. Just put the words together and boom. Ride with it. And I and I and I will either be your biggest critic or your biggest fan. Okay, but we need to practice because you can't just have me out here. If you have me okay. out here, let me tell you what'll happen. I'm gonna say, Method Man taught me this. No, don't do that. You don't put that bojo on me. Uh-uh. I rebuke thee, Sam. No way. You ain't doing that. Did you just rebuke me? No. We, we got to get better. I'm competitive, too. You got to teach said, me okay. something. If you can find something that rhymes with Angela, Rye. Um, The flyest guy. No, it has to rhyme with Angela, too. Oh. Angela, Rye. What rhymes with that? There's a lot of stuff that rhymes with ride. What rhymes with Angela? Uh, I don't know. Did uh, uh, Get, let's have know. an easier one. That's like super an advanced. One. A super advanced. That's like All a right. tenth class. Uh, uh, something that rhymes with method, man. Um, method. What? Wretched scam. Uh, uh, you don't have to have that many syllables rhyme, do you? I like to keep my syllables in the pocket. Okay, so me, give me like four examples of that. Okay, um, let me think. Um, do we need to go to the beginner class. Yeah, um, <laughs> dang, let me see. Um, what I about like do Mary J. Uh, Blige and then rhyme with that? Mary J. Blige, Scary Day. Why? Woo! Okay, okay. Do um, I will be versed on the 25th, but happy dudes ain't gonna get it to the 26th. I'm here to analyze your shooter like I'm Kenny Smith, but I ain't Kenny. Kenny can shoot it, but Kenny spit. See the Kenny spit? Kenny yeah. tick? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did That's that. That's it in a nutshell, right there. Okay. If you can do that and have your syllables fall in the right place mm-hmm. she'd be alright and a lot of metaphors gotta have metaphors you know so I, mean? I can do metaphors what if I give you like a CNN a CNN bar and then you translate it to a rap okay let's try that okay um y'all's president is out his damn mind <laughs> 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 um, he ain't my president. He yours. That dude ain't good enough to mop my floors. He's a bum, and his wife's a suspected. Oh no! I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, these hoes. Okay. Okay. So, what about um, what if we were trying to get people to vote, and we know the challenges that exist? I don't know if how closely you've been following this election. It's hard with everything that's going on, but mm-hmm. you know, Joe Biden is no Barack Obama. You know, at all. 
but, but but we don't want to discourage people from voting per se. But he owes us some things. You know, black people saved him. This is true. And I think that is the key right there. We have to have a seat at the table. And and if you weigh both sides, you're not getting a seat at the table with this guy. So there may be a few seats at the table with Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ob- Like I said, with me, with Wu-Tang, I knew what the bigger picture was when I went out solo. So people have to know what the bigger picture is with these votes. If you don't like what's going on right now, then vote for the other guy. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Plain and simple. Yeah. And the way we get people to these voting booths, even the register, send buses to the hood. Send buses Why to the hood. Why is that so right? hard? Like, people make it seem like it's so hard. People feel like if they don't know how to get there, they won't go. Yeah, that's If right. you don't tell them to go, and you don't tell them how to get there, they will not go. If you show some initiative and be like, okay, uh, like me, we're going to the gym. I wouldn't go if somebody didn't come pick my ass up. After a while, I started going <laughs> by myself. I need somebody, somebody to come, come pick me up. <laughs> come get me. You know what I mean? Some people, we need to take that initiative with them. I mean, Obama was the biggest initiative for a lot of people. Yeah. Vote. You yeah. understand? And um, the eight years that he was, there, he was there, there's kids right now. There were kids that cried as mm-hmm. teenagers because that's the only president yeah. they ever knew. Yeah. And to get what we have now, look, I'm not saying we're ever going to go back to... There, there was never really a utopia for us in this country, Ever. but we made the best of what we can with what we had. Mm-hmm. But the way we get changed is if we keep stressing the fact that we need a seat at that table, not just a seat, but a voice, mm-hmm. a voice to speak volumes to the people, to the people that it really matters to, to the people that it can really affect. Because honestly, I don't care who was in office as a president. My neighborhood stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Period. Whether I don't care if who the governor was or who the mayor was, my neighborhood stayed the same. Mm-hmm. So that trickle down theory doesn't trickle down that freaking far. Yeah. And this and when I say we need to see at that table, we need somebody from these areas that's still that's still in contact with these people. I don't want to pull any names out because it's so uh, um, polarizing. But AOC is a hell of a character. Out. AOC is a hell of a character. Yeah. And I met her face to face and I told her, I said, if I ever voted for anybody in the office, I would vote for you straight up and down. Because not only does she speak the language, but she knows the game. Yeah. And she sees it and she's revealing it in such a way that I can understand it. That's my candidate. Yeah. Facts. You said AOC for president. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> she's, she's dope. I wonder if I can come up with a rap about voting. I'm, I'm going to try to come up. But anyway, we're about to enlist you in this because you had a whole speech that sounds a hell of a lot better than what people try to tell folks. Because, you know, it's just like, I know you might be um, faux shy. Like, you're not all the way shy. you kind of shy. So you got to rely on your extroverted, adapted extroverted tendencies to put people on the bus. <laughs> But I want I want to make sure we put them on a bus and we're taking them somewhere to do some things different. You know what I mean? Like we, it's going to be so many more times where we can tell people to go do something. And to your point, their neighborhoods and things don't change. Like we got to yeah. start giving them what they deserve because they showed up like every right. other community. I mean, right now, even with this coronavirus thing, yeah, we always, you know, as 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 a black race, we always have these duh moments with people. Yeah. Saying, oh my God, the black people are dying at an enormous rate because yes. we've been dying. Yes. Y'all been putting crap in the hood for us to kill ourselves. We've been dying. Yeah. So what are you telling me right now? It's it's like the coronavirus is a blessing in disguise, really. Really? Because it's bringing attention to something that we've been trying to tell you for years? Yeah. You know? They, and, say, and they the, say, oh, come on. Everything's not all about race, Angela. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Willie Lynch is still alive and well, man. And, Willie, a lot of and Willie Lynch might not ever have been really alive, but he is. That thing is spot on. Yes, you know? it is. That's yes, it is. Period. Lord have mercy. I mean, you see the difference between how how the uh, social distancing is treating in Central Park oh as opposed God. to Okay. Okay. And it's a, it's a big difference. Yeah. And there's a reason why, there's a reason why certain people are put in certain areas. Mm-hmm. You understand what mm-hmm. I mean? Certain people are put in certain areas to, to do certain things to certain people, to keep certain people up underneath a boot and in fear. Mm-hmm. 
And I cannot respect that. And I don't get a lot of chances to to speak up about these things. I kind of sit back and mind my business. You know what I mean? But when the charge comes, I'll be right there in the front with the rest of y'all, man. Yeah. Please believe that. Please well, believe the charge that. is coming. We're going to get it to you right after this, this is over. Because we it. need you. Like, the main thing is we just want people to know that um, they matter in a very real way, real way. And it's not just the vote. The vote is a part of what matters. Our overall right. engagement really matters. I say this all the time about um, voting. You know, when you hire somebody, they have a job yeah. description, a certain yeah. you know list of requirements that they have to fulfill to keep their job. You never like yeah. hire them and then send them off. Be like, OK, I'm going to check in on you on two years. See how you did. You know, Never. you're going to be right there. And it's the yeah. same thing with our elected officials. Even if you don't actually vote that person in, they still have to report to you because you're a taxpayer. You pay them. Yes. You know, and so yes. it's like you have a responsibility or just even over your income to like check to make sure they're doing what you want them to do. Them to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of us don't know this, though. And I mean, we, we get well into our adulthoods, even into our old age and still don't know how the cards supposed to be played. You know, yeah. this is why we need an Angela Rye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need a I'm lot trying. of people speaking up for us. Some of us aren't as eloquent as you guys are. I mean, I, I even said myself when I've been in interviews and they asked me kind of political questions, I say, you know what? I'll let someone like the Brother Cornell West answer that for me. Mm-hmm. I think he would speak more eloquently, but have my thoughts coming out of his mouth better than I could say of myself, you know? Well, the only thing I would push back on you with is that um, some of us don't have, one, the reach that you have or the influence in the lanes you have. And that's why, again, I go back to, there are things that I really came to understand through music, like history Mm -hmm. about us, like, you know, how the culture felt the same on the East Coast and the West Coast and the Midwest Mm -hmm. and the South, Mm -hmm. you know, like, there are really things that music can do. It transcends, right, the normal boundaries that so many of us have to face in the workplace or on air, you know, having that same yeah. contentious dialogue. I feel like music is healing truth, right, instead of combating right. truth. That's a bar. Right. Write that down. Use that for something. But, um, <laughs> That's definitely a bar. Fire! Fire! One day it's going to rhyme. One day it's going to rhyme. I feel like you gave up on me, but... Well, I, I tell you, like like I said, man, um, your gift is your knowledge of things. <laughs> you like you're not gonna be no rapper. Don't think your music would. What if I gift. like Come talk on. over the beat and it sounds rhythmic, like spoken that. word almost? I don't know that I can do spoken word either. No, you just close your eyes and let it flow. And especially if you, um, a coach will tell you that too. They'll tell you to write an emotional journal where you don't think about it. You just start jotting things down, the emotions you're feeling and leave it at that same deal, except this time you're not using the paper. You know, this is why people love it when their politicians speak from the gut and not off a prompter. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of this guy's appeal because Mm -hmm. like, we feel like no matter what language you're speaking, whether you're on CNN or like we're doing right now, we feel like you speak the language. A lot of people feel like this guy's speaking their language, whether it's coded or not. He or lies or not. Right. He yeah. speaks their language. And, and I think this country was built off that lies. A lot of things that it was yes. built off of. But the thing that makes this country great, forget what he said. The thing that makes this country great is its diversity. Yeah. And, and the people. You know, mm-hmm. New York wouldn't be New York if we didn't have the the the, the abundance of different food coaches that oh we have. God, yeah. What do you feel like eating today? I want some Indian. I want some Chinese. I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just it's it's such a beautiful thing, and for someone to be so closed minded as to not see that, you know when they'll feel it mm-hmm. when they go to order at their favorite pizza spot and no one's there, or they go to order at their favorite mm-hmm. Chinese spot and. No one's there, or they like soul food, but all the black people are gone. Mm-hmm. Who's going to cook the soul food? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not saying there are some white people that know how to cook the soul, but who's going to really give you that? You know what I mean? The same way black actors say, I don't think 
a white writer, not this, not saying that he can't write, not right. saying that he's not a great writer, but a white writer can't write from a black experience because he hasn't had yes. a black experience. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Uh, 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 we would, uh, you can't have a white director direct a Malcolm X movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, but it's not. Child, like no, you can't same. because did you hear about the executive in Hollywood who said, um, Harry Tubman? Huh? Yes! How'd you know I was going to say that? <laughs> I think that dude was trolling, and if he wasn't... Julia he Roberts as Harriet. Do you know what would have happened? Julia Roberts wouldn't have done it, first of all. She's way not. smarter than that. Um, you know who I think would have did I think Meryl Streep would have did it. Oh, my God. No. The range. The she range. <laughs> Wait, is this your Harriet audition? Hell no, nah, I think they did a good job. I think they did a good job with that Harriet movie, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Cynthia, I'm not saying I'm shout out to movies Cynthia. like that. I love seeing movies like that because it kind of brings you there, even though it's a lot of fictional, a lot of fictionalized things. Mm-hmm. But it's I just want us to have more. You know, I mean, if Black Panther did anything, it showed that Black people actually go to the movies. I was told right. by the exec that Black people don't go to the movies. We don't get into those audiences. They don't go to the movies. They, That's you know, crazy. they don't watch TV. This, that, and the third. And I'm like, oh, I mean, you got, I mean, a billion. You, you get a billion dollars in sales for a movie. That's not just white people. It's not. It's, it's I even not before, just, you know, before Black Panther wasn't the same scale, but I think it was kind of a tipping point for that. Was straight out of Compton. Remember this? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was definitely going to bring that up. Man, there's that, and then you also think about. Um, I don't know, just the influence of the culture. And we've been setting trends for so long in so many different spaces. Do you think that you would um, want to direct to? Since, I mean, you're delving uh, right into the heart of this. And it sounds like produce. you got a lot of passion. Okay. And produce. I want to produce because I know I, we can tell the stories the, the way we we can tell our stories better than anyone else can. Yeah. Um, but let me be clear. Um, yeah. There are... A lot. I mean, these people in Hollywood have been there a long time. They know what the hell they're doing, and I and I definitely trust the process. I'm not shooting anyone down. You know what I mean? But in the same sense, let us tell these stories. Give us a chance because we've already shown and proved that we can do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you talk to me on the phone and I'm talking like this, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, I have my sons and my daughter, and you know, we're, you wouldn't even know I was black. Yeah. Why is that? Who says black people don't talk like I know a lot of black people that that talk like that, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's just that 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 whole thing that we were taught when we were younger to the time that we were adults that you don't measure up. Mm. You will never measure up. If your name has a Quan in it or Isha, you will never get the job. These kind of things. Mm-hmm. And 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 in light of stuff like that, what's left for us? Basketball. Correct. Mm-hmm. Football. And then they put, and it gets to a point where you become, if you get too mouthy in that, now there's restrictions there too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to put a muscle on LeBron James. Not as long as I'm living, not as long as, you know, he got a very strong woman with him. Not as long yeah. as she's living either. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Kevin Durant, same thing. They just, they love these dudes when they just played. Mm hmm. As soon as they opened their mouths and had an actual opinion and a thought in their head, it was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. The Shut up and dribble. To, right. The robot's not supposed to respond. We don't right. love you for that. We love you for what you can do, not what you think. Do Crazy. that. Crazy. Yeah. And I applaud all the people that are strategically rejecting that. That's a hard road right now, especially with watching. The, are you watching The Last Dance? Um, I checked out the first two episodes. I hate the Bulls so much. I just, you gotta, I hate them. No, you got to get caught up. Let I, I, me I'm, tell I'm you. Gonna call, gotcha. You got to yeah. get caught up. The, 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 the story with the Pistons is raw. It's crazy. And I then, know. And now I can't even talk to you about, but there's stuff in there about Michael Jordan and him choosing to not be activists, choosing to mm. keep his powder dry on things that he could have influenced because of... Uh, you know, he was he was like, I signed up to be a basketball player, not an activist. And then so to see LeBron and Chris Paul and Dwayne Wade and Carmelo and all those guys who have chosen something radically different is dope because their role model, somebody who they really respected was silent. It's not. But you, you know? know what, though? Mm-hmm. There's people 
I, 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 I beg people not to judge him based off of that. Yeah. It was a different time. And at that point in time, I think Michael Jordan was going in a space that we hadn't been before. And yeah. he was setting, I don't know what kind of example he was setting, but he was going in a space that we weren't there before. And it opened some doors for people like Dwayne Wade and LeBron and them to get in that door and then speak their minds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he's just not the kind of person that can speak in that fashion. Maybe he's just, I'm not, I don't, I don't even want to make excuses for him. If he wasn't there, he wasn't there. If he ain't part of the revolution, then he part of the problem, whatever, whatever and shit. That's but, a whole ass t-shirt right there. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the, you're Michael, a part of the revolution or a part of the problem. That's right. a good, that's now that's a bar. That's a CNN bar. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Well, I think that you're ready to be enlisted. And even if you're not, it's too bad. You've been enlisted in, um, advocating for the people on and yeah. off camera and telling us what we need to do so that we can get this thing right. Not just for this election. I mean, for black people, we owe it to the ancestors. Yes, yes. I saw an Amiri Baraka video yesterday um, where he's talking about um, why they did this. They did a black political convention in 1972 in Gary. And he was talking about wanting to start like a black party, uh, something that really resulted in revolution and freedom for us and liberation. It was so good. And I watched all I'm going to send it to you. It was all 25 minutes of that thing. And just like seeing how much of what he's saying is exactly where we still are now in 1972. I'm like, nah, we got to do some other stuff. See, that's the dog. Duh, yeah, like, duh. yeah, I know. But we, but I mean, really, because we say it all the time, but I mean, like, yeah. really, like, go. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to the person I was named after, Angela Davis, and get some, some pointers. I have not asked Angela for enough. Davis, let's go. Listen, I haven't asked for enough feedback. So I'm going to make sure we get this right. And we enlisting you, sir. We are enlisting you. I'll answer the call. I will answer the call. What do you What do you want to say to the people um, to close out? Since I didn't hardly get any freestyle uh, support here today, what do you want to What do you want to <laughs> say to to encourage um, everybody out there to keep their heads up, Tupac, in the middle of everything that's going on? How do we keep um, going? I, I have just one quote that's been popping up in my timeline a lot. Yeah. Um, the coronavirus is temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. Oh! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. That is yeah. great. Thank you so much for taking time to speak with me. It means the world to me. Like, it is truly an honor. And um, I'm grateful for everything you did then, what you're doing now, and what I know we're about to do for the culture. Now, people. Yes, sister. I got you. I got you people. back, your front sides, everything. Yeah, Thank you, friend. I will see you. Take care. Right. We're all my children of the light, born in the sinning, but steady striving to do right. My people are warriors, all we know is to fight. Praying they see God in everything I write. Yeah, yeah, yeah.